Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Uh, I do want to uh, encourage you to check out our store, store.greatdetectives.net, for all my books, audiobooks, and ebooks, including my first mystery novel, Slime Incorporated, and my two ebooks examining life lessons to be learned from fictional detectives and policemen, All I Needed to Know I Learned from Columbo, and All I Needed to Know I Learned from Dragnet. You can pick those up at store.greatdetectives.net. Well, now it's time for today's episode of The Private Files of Rex Saunders, the original air date, July the 4th, 1951, and the title, Hidden Thoughts in the Feminine Mind, Concerned with Murder. Rex Harrison stars in another intriguing adventure transcribed from the private files of Rex Saunders. Concerning a Masquerade. It's rather difficult to fathom the beauty hidden behind a lace mask. And it's even more difficult to fathom the hidden thoughts in a feminine mind concerned with murder. And now, the private files of Rex Thunder. RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, brings you the celebrated star of stage and screen, Rex Harrison, in another exciting story taken from the private files of Rex Saunders, radio's newest man of mystery. We hope you enjoy these weekly stories of intrigue and adventure, and for another adventure in home entertainment, we suggest you try RCA Victor's fine line of radio and television products, now on display at your RCA Victor dealer. Now for our story. I stand here on the bar of the ship as we head for home and a soft breeze ripples the moonlit waters of the Caribbean. I stand here and I think of the strange adventures which have just ended. And I think especially of her and the first time we met. It was our last night out before entering the port of Havana. And as I stood watching the quiet scene, the noisy gaiety of the masquerade ball floated up faintly from the dance floor. I turned from the breeze to light a cigarette, and I saw her glide out of the shadows onto the open boat deck. She was dressed as an Arabian princess, and the moonlight made her disguise quite believable. Oh, uh, pardon me. Yes? Uh, may I, uh, may I have a light, please? Certainly, here. Yeah. Mm, thank you. Princess, it's, uh, 
much too nice a night for it. Too nice for what? Running away. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you came over to me in quite a rush and said, it wasn't just for a match now, was it? Well, of course it was. And where do you get the idea that... However, you don't have to worry. He's gone. Who's gone? The man who was following you. He went down the stairs to the deck below. No one was following me. You're mistaken. No? Then why did you come over to me? <laughs> Objection? No. Curiosity. At least you'll do me the favor of removing your mask. Sorry. Oh. Well, not even your name, I suppose. Not even my name. Well, then, Princess, I'll just have to give you one. Sherry Zardy would be appropriate. Why her? Well, she was a royal and beautiful liar. And now, I suppose, the storybooks would have it. You will leave me standing here and fade back into the shadows from which you came. No, the storybooks have it wrong. I'm leaving. Only you're coming with me. And where are you taking me on your magic carpet? Down into the ship's hole to one of the storage compartments. What if I should refuse to go? You won't. Why not? This automatic. Down the passageway. Princess, this is going to teach me a lesson. Never trust the lady until you know her name and the serial number of her gun. Just keep walking. Do as I say and there won't be any trouble. All right, stop here. Now what? Here. Take this money. You're going into that storage room through this door. And what do I do in there? There's someone inside waiting. You give him that money, he'll give you an envelope. You bring the envelope back to me. All right, now go inside. And remember, I'll be watching you from here with this gun. Go ahead. Stay where you are, senor. Hmm? Don't turn around. There are two of us here. And I have a gun pointed at you. Oh. Now back, senor. Slowly move back this way. That is enough. Mm-hmm. Now remember, please do not try to turn around. I remember. Why did you come, senor? Believe me, the choice wasn't mine. I was standing on the boat deck minding my own business. I do not like this, senor. You express my feelings exactly. You have the money? I have the money. You hand it back to my friend here, senor. You hand it back and please do not turn around. All right, just as you say. Here it is. I believe I was to get something in return. See, si, senor. In return, I do have something for you. Oh, Rex. Oh, Rex, Rex. Mm. Oh, Alec. Are you all right? Take it to Magenta. Just where am I? In a storage compartment in the ship's hold. The ship's hold? Yes. Oh. Oh, yes. Now I remember. I was looking for you. I became concerned when I didn't find you out on the boat deck. Luckily, one of the crew saw you go below with a young lady. Oh, the princess. The what? Well, never mind, Alec. Go on. Well, I came in here and found you sprawled out cold. And he was lying over there. What are you talking about? The gentleman behind you, lying next to the crate there. Well, looks as if I had company during my blackout. Who is he? I don't know. I notice he has a roll of bills in his hand. Oh, then he must be one of the two I was dealing with. Now, I realize you're in a weakened condition, but would you mind giving me just a slight hint as to what went on down here? I haven't the faintest notion of what it's all about. Huh? I'm going to see that we get a full explanation after we bring my companion there around. 
It'll be a little difficult. He's dead. A special group of people we know have enjoyed themselves immensely this holiday, whether they spent the fourth away or just around the house. We mean those folks who keep recorded music close at hand. The many who enjoy RCA Victor's new Victrola 45 personal phonograph. Here is the music you want when you want it, in a compact, complete phonograph that has a convenient carrying handle. The 45 personal is far smaller than a cubic foot and is extremely lightweight, yet it gives you big phonograph performance. It's so easy to take with you on a weekend trip or for an evening out on a visit. Then, too, the Victrola 45 personal was especially designed for handy 7-inch records, little lightweight records that can play as long as ordinary 10 or 12 inches. Yes, the 45 personal is practical, versatile. It's beautiful to look at, wonderful to play. RCA Victor's 45 personal phonograph. Evidently, the shot came from behind him. The bullet entered here at the base of the skull. Hmm. wonder who he is. No identifying papers, Alex. I searched his clothing thoroughly. You'd better get that money out of his hand. Yeah. Rex, what is it? Say, yeah, look. He was holding on to this. A glass vial. Let me have it. wonder what's in it. Wait till I get this stopper out. There. Hmm. Well? Yeah, smell it. Mmm. Smells like wine. Yes. You notice there's a heavy sediment at the bottom. Maybe it's poison of some kind. Mmm, perhaps. Come on, Alec. Where are we going? To find a murderess in the disguise of a princess. <laughs> oh, there's a girl over there talking with that man in pirate costume. She's dressed as a princess. No, Alec, an Arabian princess, but not Egyptian. Uh, Keep looking. But if she's the murderer, she wouldn't be foolish enough to continue wearing her disguise. It stands to reason Wait. that she... What? Look over there to our right, near the entrance. Oh, yes, yes, I see her. An Arabian princess. Is she the one? I think so. Come along. Pardon me. Yes? Remember me, princess? I was kind enough to give you a light, sir. A while ago. Oh, what? She's the one. She's the one, Alec. Just what is this all about? Murder, princess. As if you didn't know. And I'll have this. Oh, give me my purse. Give it back Here, to Alec, me. Here, Alec, take it. Right. I believe you'll find an automatic in that purse with two shells fired. I don't know what sort of a joke this is supposed to be. Well, but... Alec. Uh, just as you said, Rex. Here's the automatic. But uh, this gun hasn't been fired at all. Here's her passport. Her name is Kathy Peters. Destination, Cuba. All right, Miss Peters, now that we know each other formally, suppose you start explaining before I turn you over to the ship's captain for custody. Oh, please, Mr. Saunders, you mustn't do that. 
I've got to get to Cuba. Planning on some more murders? Believe me, I had nothing to do with that man's death. I had every reason to want him to live. And you still haven't told me what his name was. I don't know. I received a message this afternoon to meet him down in that storage compartment at 11 tonight. Since dinner this evening, a strange man has followed me wherever I went. You saw that man out on the boat deck. And what about your forcing me at gunpoint to that rendezvous in the ship's hold? Well, I was afraid to go in there myself. But I just had to get that information somehow. Then when I heard the shots fired, I got panicky and ran. You mentioned information, Miss Peters. What sort? Information that will pardon an innocent man from a prison sentence. And the innocent man? Kenneth Maxton. And just what is this Maxton person to you? Kenneth is my fiancé. He was in the export business. A Cuban was found murdered in his office. And uh, Maxton, of course, is innocent. Yes, he is. Kenneth had nothing to do with the murder. It only looked like he was guilty. Mr. Saunders, believe me, he's innocent. That's why I must get to Cuba to find the proof that will release Kenneth. And uh, you're going to handle it alone? I-, I can manage. Kenneth has friends in Havana. Well, what about me, Miss Peters? Perhaps I can help. Where will you be staying? Mr. Saunders, please believe what I say. I must do this thing in my own way. And you mustn't try to follow me. It might ruin everything. If I need you, I'll call. I promise I'll call you. I checked our baggage through customs, Rex. Being sent on ahead to the hotel. What about Kathy Peters? She is still over there at the pier gate. Do you believe everything she told us last night? Hmm, most of it. Why? I don't know, Alec. Perhaps uh, I like the way she talks. <laughs> Honestly, Rex, sometimes you operate in a most peculiar way. Peasants <laughs> would more like it in this case. <laughs> hey, who's that man talking to Miss Peters? I don't know. Alec. Yes? Here's the vial we found in the murdered man's hand. I want you to take it to Professor Lopez at the university. Lopez is a chemist. He's an old friend. Tell him I'd like him to analyze the contents. I'll meet you at the hotel later. Okay. Where are you going? I see that Miss Peters and her escort are leaving the pier. I decided not to wait for her to call us. I'm going to follow them. Well, be careful. I'll see you later. Oh. Oh, pardon me, senor. Oh, that's quite all right. Just one moment, senor. What is it? You are senor Saunders. Hmm? Senor Saunders, no. Yes, but to have... I have a message for you. From whom? The senorita, Miss Peters. She say I bring you to her later. I have carriage waiting. You come with me. When do we get there? In a moment, senor. It is the house at the bottom of the hill. Hmm. When did Miss Peters say she'd be there? We are early. The senorita say you should wait in the house for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. We are here, senor. We go inside. Mm-hmm. This way, senor. Follow me. Senor, this is Jose. Yes. You are Rick's son. That's right. And you wait to see Senorita Peters. Yes. 
Lock the door, Maria. Hmm? And what is this? This, Senor Saunders, is a warning. You are not to see Miss Peters. You are not to look for her. There is a boat for New York tomorrow morning. You leave on that boat, Senor. And if I don't? You will leave, Senor. Jose, will he not? He will, Maria. Jose knows how to make you leave. Maria means this whip. Senor! You should not reach for your gun. So I see. Now, Senor, I will show you with this whip why it is wise for you to leave on that boat tomorrow. You will leave as I say. How do you feel now, Rex? Oh, much better, Alex. I had a feeling that Kathy Peters couldn't be trusted. This was another one of her tricks. Now, don't be too sure of that. By the way, you didn't tell me what Professor Lopez's report was on the contents of the vial. Oh, yes, yes. Very peculiar. What was peculiar? Well, the fluid was just what it smelled like. Why? Mm-hmm. The strange part about it was the sediment at the bottom. Professor Lopez said it was like a podium. Like a podium? Yes, it's a fine yellow powder. Very inflammable, the professor said. And you know, it's completely waterproof. Professor mm. Lopez took some out of the tube, lit a match to it, and immediately it went up just like that. Inflammable powder kept in wine. Hmm. Now, Alec, there's something worth thinking about. Well, frankly, as far as I can see, the only thing worth thinking about right now is for us to leave Havana on that boat tomorrow morning. We're not leaving. But Rex, after what happened to you this afternoon, something worse might happen if we don't go. They mean business. And I mean business, too. We're not leaving until I find Kathy Peters. Where are you? We've been trying to locate you for days. Listen to me, Mr. Saunders. There isn't much time for me to talk. Can you meet me tonight? Yes, where? I'm sending someone to your hotel to bring you to me. Well, thank you, Miss Peters. I had rather bad luck with the previous guy. Yes, I know. I heard about it. But this man can be trusted. His name is Manuel. I said that I would call you when I needed your help. Well, I need it now. <laughs> Senor Saunders? Yes? I am from Senorita Peters. My name is Manuel. All right, Manuel, just a minute. Alec? Yes? He's here. Well, I'm ready. This way, Senor Saunders. That's the rear exit. See, Senor, and the safest. Manuel? See? Where are we meeting, Miss Peters? Senor, you will meet her. Down, Alec, look out! Back to the climax of our story in a moment. Holidays are always fun for the whole family, but here's a way to have more fun every day all year round. Wherever you go, take a world of entertainment right along with you. Take an RCA Victor portable radio. 
at the beach, in the mountains, on a picnic. Keep an RCA Victor portable radio close at hand. It's good company anywhere. It makes a holiday more fun when you have your favorite programs right there at your fingertips. And RCA Victor portables are the best you can buy. They're compact and lightweight, easy to carry, yet you're assured of top performance on battery operation. What's more, RCA Victor portables work just as well plugged in at home with all the tone and volume you'd expect from a large table model. Yes, the fourth has been fun. And you'll have a lot more fun to look forward to all year round with your RCA Victor portable radio. Not a sign of anyone, Rex, in the hall or on the stairway. How is he? Hurt bad? Yes, Alec, very bad. Senor Santos. Easy, Manuel. Listen, please, to me. Senorita Peters. At La Paloma. She wait for you at bar. You go. Well? He's dead, Alec. Yes, she is. Over at the bar. Just as Manuel said. Now perhaps we'll get the real truth at last. Hello, Saunders. Huh? Remember me? Oh, yes. Marky Gibbons. I rarely forget a name I've seen on a police blotter. Alec, if I thought it worthwhile, I'd introduce you to Mr. Gibbons, but uh, it isn't. Hmm. Still the same Saunders, then. Characters have a habit of remaining constant. I assume you're still the same Gibbons. Oh, you've, uh, you've got me wrong, Saunders. I'm just a legitimate businessman. Down here in Cuba for your health, I suppose. No. No, for my business. You see, I run this spot. That'll be Havana's worry. Oh, you have it wrong, Saunders. I'm playing things on your side of the law from here on in. Gonna get married. I'll extend my condolences to your bride. Oh, here she comes now. I'd like you to meet her. Rex, look, it's... <gasps> Oh, I'm sorry, Alex. It's careless on me. Oh, Marty, I thought you'd never get here. I've been waiting. Kathy, I, uh, I want you to meet an acquaintance of mine from the States. Saunders, my fiancée, Kathy Peters. How do you do, Mr. Saunders? How do you do? He's got class, huh, Saunders? Oh, Marty, don't Well, baby, please. let's get going, huh? I, I don't want to give any guy too long a look at you before I slip that ring on the third finger. I'll see you around, Saunders. <sighs> I told you she was a trickster. Now, where do we stand? That all depends on what's in this lipstick. Where'd you get that? Miss Peters slipped it into my palm when we shook hands a moment ago. Huh? And there's a note in it. What does it say? Meet me in an hour in the cellar of Gibbon's house. It's number 32, Street of the Angels. I leave the door to the cellar stairs unlocked. I found the evidence that will free Kenneth Maxton. <laughs> Hello, Kathy. What's the matter, baby? You look surprised to see me. Well, it's, 
It's nothing, Marty. I just didn't expect you home this early. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect to find you down here in the cellar. Well, I was looking for a bottle of wine. I thought we could have a drink together when you came in. You dirty little sneak. I know what you were doing down here. I know what you were playing me for all along. Marty, but what's the matter with you? You came down here to Cuba to find out how your boyfriend, Maxton, was framed. All right. So I'll tell you how he was framed. Just to make sure you know it once and for good. I did it. I knocked off that guy in his office. He was going to blab to your boyfriend what was in those wine bottles I had Maxton shipping down here as my forwarding agent. Me. I did it, baby. So now you know all about it. Yes, Marty. So now I know. I'm wise to all your tricks, baby. I saw you palm that lipstick to Saunders at the La Paloma. That lipstick had an invite in it for Saunders to come here. That was it, wasn't it? Yes. That was it. Okay, so I'll be expecting him. And when he gets here, I'll take care of both of you together. I'll wrap you up for keeps. You're a little late but... for that, Marty. Saunders. I wouldn't try to reach for that pocket, Gibbons. Oh, yes, I might warn you, Alec has rather a sensitive trigger finger. An extra sensitive at this moment, I might add. And by the way, Marty, I found your confession most gratifying. It parallels my deductions about you. To a T. As I said to you previously this evening, characters have a habit of remaining constant. Wouldn't be like you, Marty, just to import wine down here unless there was something special added. In this case, an incendiary powder like, uh, like a podium. In the hands of the wrong parties in certain countries, it could stir up the desired confusion. And as for your future, Marty, well, that's going up in smoke. <laughs> It was one of Marty's henchmen who murdered the man in that storage compartment in the ship's hold. Yes, Kathy. He was rounded up with the rest of Marty's gang. They'll all stand trial in the Cuban court, with the exception of Marty, of course. Just as soon as expedition is arranged, Marty will make his last trip back to the States. And Kenneth will be free? And Kenneth will be free. I don't know how to thank you for all you've done. So do you mind if I... If you what, Kathy? If I just kiss you. Thank you. Good night. Good night, Princess. And so I stand here on the bow of the ship as we head for home. And a soft breeze ripples the moonlit waters of the Caribbean. I stand here... And I think of the strange adventures that have just ended. And I think especially of her, as I shall probably think of her for quite some time to come. In a moment, Rex Harrison will return to tell you about next week's story. First, an invitation from RCA Victor. 
Next chance you get, drop into your dealers and look over the wide variety of RCA Victor home instruments designed to bring you the very finest in home entertainment. We know you'll find just the right instrument for family fun at a price that will fit your family budget. Fine instruments with world-famous RCA Victor quality built into every feature and detail. See them tomorrow at your RCA Victor dealer. And now here is Rex Harrison, internationally famous star of stage and screen, to tell you about next week's adventure from the private files of Rex Thunder. Next week, it's concerning travel. Concerning travel. Commonly termed a broadening experience, it can also be a leveling one, especially when murder is along as a silent companion. You have been listening to another intriguing adventure transcribed from the private files of Rex Saunders, written by Ed Adamson. In the cast were Leon Janney as Alex and Leslie Woods as Kathy. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is Kenneth Banghart speaking for RCA Victor. This is Andrea J. Graham, author of the Web Surface series, oh, and a Madam's Wife. You're listening to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. Welcome back. Well, I love how they do vary the locations uh, in this series. And this one, uh, as always, there are lots of twists in these Rex Saunders stories, and I think that this story is no exception. Alex has kind of developed this interesting pattern of always wanting to uh, bow out of these affairs, which does call to mind the question of why you became a uh, sidekick to Rex Saunders if you were uh, antsy about the danger. To quote that great legendary hero, Super Chicken, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. All right, well, now we turn to listener comments and feedback. And they have an email from Doug, uh, who is a part of a, an audio theater. And uh, he says, we're about to present our second production as a troupe in December. After being involved in the first one in October, I found myself inspired to get more involved in this new form of theater. We are researching scripts for our next show in the summer, and I stumbled upon your website. I hope you'll take a minute to answer a few questions that could help our little troupe continue to explore. We're trying to find good scripts, but are a little naive on the royalty issue in regards to old radio show scripts. I know there are radio script adaptations with their own royalty arrangements. My question is how to contact some of these broadcast companies that produce these old shows for permission to use their scripts. We've looked at Lux Radio shows and Columbia workshops that have really piqued our interest, and we are just getting started reading through all the options on sites like genericradio.com. Uh, we want to move forward with some of these scripts but really have no clue who to contact for permissions and or royalty arrangements. 
Um, and my best, um, I always feel a little bit out of my depth on these sort of uh, questions. And we've gotten, I think, uh, several of them. And I, um, it's one of those things where you feel bad you're not able to give more precise information. I do know that with Lux, uh, you often run into issues with the fact that the script is uh, derivative of... Uh, of uh of movies in most cases uh, though there are a few exceptions uh they did plays back in the mid 30s um the and most of the time the authors of scripts if anyone maintained ownership it was the authors themselves uh because they would often reuse and repackage the scripts uh, which was one of the advantages. You'll see a story like I Give You Maggie played on uh, Family Theater, but then also played on a couple other plays uh, because the author retained the rights. And, of course, you see the uh, cannibalization and reuse of old scripts for old-time radio. So my best understanding is that you would it would be with the writer or, more likely, the writer's uh, surviving relatives who would hold the copyright. I do think that there are a lot of troops and organizations that actually, when they perform the scripts, just kind of ignore the royalty issues and bet on the fact that the scripts are so old and no one is probably going to hold them to account. I can't recommend that as an approach. But I will put an open call out to listeners who happen to have uh, been in troops that have or uh, playhouses that have performed old time radio scripts. And if you actually were able to work out anything regarding uh, royalties, I would love to hear from you. Please send us an email, box13 at greatdetectives.net, because I really would like to give people a more definitive answer when they contact us, because it's great to uh, reperform these scripts and to preserve that heritage. All right, well, that will do it for today. Join us back here tomorrow for Richard Diamond. And uh, then uh, next Tuesday, another episode of The Private Files of Rex Saunders. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.